0: How's it everyone? Welcome to Let's Talk Digital with me, Audrey Naidu. On this podcast, you will find uniquely South African digital content brought to you from a local perspective across the industry. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Digital with myself, Audrey Naidu. Today I'm joined by Paula Halley. CEO of IAB South Africa, all the way from the beautiful city of Cape
1: Town. Welcome, Paula. It is great to have you with us. Thanks, Audrey. It's fantastic to, to be here. I'm um, yeah, excited for, for, for today. You are in Cape Town. Tell us, how's it going down there? Yeah, I think a lot of mixed feelings. Um, but I think, like all South Africans, we have that innate sort of DNA of determination that we will we will hustle and prosper. So um, with the weather sort of brightening up today, I think we're hopefully in for a lovely weekend, even if it's inside our own homes.
0: Oh no, for sure. <laughs> I'm loving the sun from time to time. Uh, Paula, you joined the IAB as CEO two years ago. Prior to that, you were at Overby South Africa.
1: Tell us about your journey today. Well, I think I've, I've been really lucky. Um, I've been lucky to have a really fantastic adventure. I'm not always easy, but um, I've always been surrounded. been lucky enough to be surrounded well, like people like you and um, that I work with on the IAB councils. But all the way from, I guess, the very beginning, just really lucky to be surrounded by fantastic mentors. Yeah, I think my Ogilvy days go way back. Um, you know, when I, when I studied overseas after school, um, I studied copywriting and TV. Um, at the University of Las Vegas, Nevada. Most of you might not know that. <laughs> um, and my professor was from Ogilvy, New York. Um, we actually went and met the CEO of, of Ogilvy at, at Wilshire Avenue in Los Angeles. And then of course the following year, well not of course, but I went to Red and Yellow with um, the legends, you know, Brian, Sol, Tripp and the team. Um, and now being on the Red and Yellow um, external advisory board, you know, it really is a full circle. Um, and the big chunk in the middle, I guess, my, one of my favorite parts was being at Glue um, right sort of from the beginning and working with the likes of Pete Case and the crew. Um, really at the beginning, I think, of sort of digital agency life. Um, and I think a lot of the changes we're going to chat about today, I think, you know, we're already starting back then. So it's really nice to track that journey and remember that we actually have a lot of really smart learnings that we can apply at, at times like this. But you're yeah, a really great journey. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I think you hold quite an important position now, not only at the IAB, but also within the industry.
1: Um, How does it feel from a leadership perspective? Um, That's a great question. I think I I tend to feel things in, in two ways at the same time. I think the one is the more logical feeling, which if you had to write it all down on a piece of paper, you know, one would be quite terrified. Um, I think it's a big responsibility, um, you know, especially at this time and sort of the growth of the digital economy and the big change that we had, you know, this week on e-commerce and how we can support the industry, you know, each day, you know, in these big moments. Um, But the other half of me is more intuitive and uh, works, you know, in the flow of things and you know, every minute of every day, I receive sort of the next step. And again, surrounded by the most incredible people who lean in. And, you know, just yesterday, you know, my vice chair and chair, and um, so Claire Cobbledick from Gumtree and Hayden Townsend from Accenture, you know, were sending me links, um, you know, I just get the information from all over. So yes, on the one hand, a big responsibility and quite daunting, I think, These days, we call it scare sightings, scary plus exciting, the good nervousness, the good stress. Um, But on the other hand, I think if one can just keep going from one moment to the next and trusting that the right thing will be given to you to lead forward, I think, you know, one might just make it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess you've got to be on top of what's going on on a daily basis, eh? you know, absolutely to keep on top of things um, and then to remember the sort of key patterns, the key frameworks. So you don't get too lost in the stats or the numbers. You need to know them, but at the same time, it's about values. It's about relationships. It's the good old, you know, I like to say, um, you, know, old, you know, in the olden days, like last year, you know, our values are still, you know, they keep us connected to like-minded people. And I think that's what I try to, to very much keep in mind. I think that's what I admire about you. You're a great connector of people. Oh, that's my favorite part. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, so uh, not many people uh, understand what the IB is all about in South Africa. And you guys have been around for some time now. Help us understand your role in
1: South Africa and what is it the IB does. Great. Um, so I know always these acronyms. I mean, digital couldn't hope for more acronyms. Um, you know, so IAB, we're the Interactive Advertising Bureau, just like a two-second context. Um, we were founded in New York um, in 1996, um, and our head office is actually in New York and in Washington for legislation purposes. And already that tells you very much about the IAB. We are, we are protectors and supporters in the digital space or the interactive space, and we do this to help. You know, our global mission is to, um, in all 45 countries that we are in, Our global mission is to empower the media and marketing industry to thrive in a digital economy. So, on the one hand, we do this through protection, legislation, you know, we work in privacy or um, lobbying with the government or regulation. And then, on the other hand, you know, if you look at that word thrive, um, not only do we support the industry through certification and technical standards and benchmarking of digital excellence, you know, through programs like the bookmarks in South Africa, but we also help to you know, expand and to, to create that expansion and to understand the digital opportunity and how, how much opportunity there is there and to help grow the market, what we call the digital economy, to grow that digital economy and hopefully you know, the overall South African economy through, through that work. Um, so yeah, um, from a South African point of view, we've had the license for about five or six years. And uh, we work very closely with Global. Uh, We all meet once a year, all leaders of the 45 countries come together and um, we make sure that we're sharing insights and information, um, especially at this time. Um, Couldn't be more important than ever to have have that support. Very much um, the Interactive Advertising Bureau and um, we have 140 member companies. Um, Some of those companies may be listed as one company, but there are sort of five or 10 companies within that that are part of our network. And what we love about our members, um, besides their sort of very loyal support, for which we are eternally grateful, is that um, what Ivy Global calls the big tent. So the Ivy membership network is quite unique in that it includes sort of all key stakeholders from across the digital economy. So that would be agencies of all varieties, your digital specialists, your platforms, um, our, our publishers, um, brands, education specialists you name it, they're all, all part of our network. And when we are looking at what challenges we need to listen to from our members or how we solve problems together, we make sure that it's done under this big tent. And I think that's just a very exciting thing to have um, in, in our bureau.
0: Sounds awesome. But, um, you know, from what I know, you only have two full-time paid employees,
1: am I right? Actually, it's um, one full-time and one half-time. So, yeah, it's probably even less than than that. But um, the secret is none of this would be possible um, without the help, support, time and energy of, I think we have about 120 volunteers who are, nominated by the industry, they, they're from our member base, and um, they work across nine councils and about four committees, you know, to help us achieve our objectives. We have an incredible IB executive board um, who work tirelessly, I think, yeah, I mean, the word is tirelessly to keep us expanding our ambition to proactively grow the industry, but also keep us focused because one can get distracted. So I really rely, you know, on our board, our board for that. and. Um, We, you know, at Ogilvy, I think David Ogilvy is famous for quoting, you know, to steal with pride. And we certainly lean very heavily on our IB global counterparts. Um, You know, they have over 10,000 volunteers in their stable, including the IB Tech Lab. So we absolutely lean on them. And, um, yeah, I think just to go back to the council members, I mean, Audrey, you're on the IAB brand council. We've wrote you into quite a number of projects. Mm -hmm. I actually made a list here and I'm not sure I should read it out because you might not (laughs) want to carry on, but you've just joined the, um, you know, the IAB publisher revenue optimization committee and we, we truly truly are excited for that and grateful um, for, your, for your commitment to the industry and, and helping us to push these objectives forward. I love
0: contributing and I think the IAB is doing a fantastic job in South Africa and like you rightly put it, we
1: need more people to actually get on board and, and try and assist where possible. Absolutely and I think if, yeah, if anyone wants to get involved, um, yeah they can, they can absolutely reach out to us You know, if you don't know if your company is an IAB member, you can check that out on our website. There's a members page. See if your company is a member or your group parents. Potentially your company might be under the the group parent. Um, Otherwise, you can mail myself or Debbie, um, my teammates, um, Debbie at IABSA.net. And, yeah, we'd be very happy to help look at how you can participate. And, you know, if you're not a member, you can still participate. Um, You know, we've got a lot of open events that are available you know, we've just launched the IAB Cantar Insights and Action Series. It's your Wednesday webinar at nine. Um, you know, that's open to everyone. Um, and we'd also love to hear ideas. I mean, we have obviously also got blind spots, or we, could, we can help explain why we've chosen particular projects that align with our strategy. Um, but, yeah, our participation is key. We are, you know, our projects are um, sort of selected by the industry and delivered by the industry. So, um, yeah, we need all the help, help we can get.
0: Um, Paula, I think you yeah, are. That's great for the listeners. If they want to get involved, I think it's also uh, a wonderful opportunity and platform for um, people starting out in digital to get involved Ooh. and understand first and how this ecosystem is evolving and changing on, on a regular basis, because if you're not in it, it's very difficult for you to understand digital.
1: No, 100%. Audrey, you've, you know, you've hit the nail on the head. And um, working with some of our younger sort of council members and, and industry members, we've actually established a massive gap and we're very excited about two, two pro- actually three projects in, in that regard. And the one is our IB um, Youth Action Council. So this is a, a brand new council. We've always had certainly um, representation of, of our sort of Rear starters, you know, in our councils, but I think a specific focus on on listening to um, youth from and what actions we can take to create access um, and fast track access um, and value, um, you know, into our new our future leaders, really. Um, and the second one is our IB um, front row um, initiative, led by um, Valin Gabani, who's the head of our transformation council, and um, you know that's just starting, but that's really for students. Um, and we're just at the beginning there, so we're very excited about what that um, platform can unfold. And then another exciting project, because I mean, it is, I mean, the digital ecosystem, number one, is continuously changing. Number two, it's, you know, if you had to divide it up into all the segments um, and all the opportunities, um, you know, one any one person might only understand their particular section of it, but... In this day and age, you know, in the digital economy, um, what we call the hyper-stacked economy, you know, it's not a linear process. It's all, you know, everything's connected, especially for the CMOs. So one needs to not only understand that list of opportunities, but how they all work together. So a couple of the IAB leaders and myself are working on a new project, um, quite an uncomfortable project, but a very exciting one called IAB Open Source And, um, you know, this will be really an an open source space for members and um, non-members to better understand the digital universe, to be able to understand the different sections, how they all work together. IAB members will be able to upload their IP into those various sections. Education members will be able to upload their courses and tag them according, you know, to those definitions. Um, really, we're at the beginning, uh, but we're moving as fast as we can, uh, because one of the other layers would be, you know, in, in times of COVID-19 to create that pro bono layer. So what can the IRB offer pro bono? What can our members assist with? And how can we help, especially the SMEs, if we look at the e-commerce messages this week, like how can we help them transition and make the most of this opportunity um, and to support them in this time of change? So IRB open source you know is another project we're very excited about to create access um, to the digital opportunity.
0: Lots to actually um, consider and participate in. I just want to ask you from your perspective because you are at the pulse of where it's happening on a daily basis like you said there are members providing you with updates on what's going on and and in terms of COVID-19 um, where are you seeing the changes happening within this digital economy in South Africa?
1: Yeah, I think, um, wow, well, we're, so, we're so privileged and lucky to have this online space because I think a portion of our, of our country has access to this information. In fact, one of our projects, Universal Access to Information, is just vital to, to answer that point. Um, but from an IB perspective, you know, what we're seeing in the local markets is obviously just exponential change um you know I think change has been part of our industry since day one and if you can bear with me for like one minute about oh. about that because you know I think change is not new um I think when I started at glue I was in 2006 um you know change was already moving I mean I, you often found yourself where maybe in back then in the really olden days <laughs> you know if you were working with a particular digital product or software or team or specialty you know that's maybe could stand strong for two to maybe three to five years. As we started to nudge closer to 2010, you know, the direct brand economy, digital economy starting to really take off. I mean, you might need a new team or need to get new specialties or software. Maybe every 12 to 18 months, the devices were changing much more often. Um, There was more opportunity. Things started to become cheaper. The products that you were selling as an agency, you know, weren't the same ones you were selling a year later. Um, So, you know, that change has been happening in our digital economy for quite some time. And with technology, you know, at the center of that, certainly not, you know, it's not all about technology, but technology at the, at the sort of center of it really um, is pushing that pace and, and that scale. And now with COVID, you know, with us being in social distancing and isolation, for those people who maybe were certainly not interested in, in using, let's say, um, non-physical finance or, um, you know, non-contact finance or um, not doing e-commerce, for whatever reason, I think a lot of those obstacles have, have been removed. Um, you know, I think what will be interesting, and it's great to hear sort of the Cantar insights and, and reading, you know, what we're seeing online. And I think the big question right now is, which of these behaviours that we are now becoming aware of, which of these behaviours will stand strong as the phases change? And I think it's about keeping, like you say, a very close look at at that behaviour. Um, you know, Woolworths just shared their Neo chatbot um, in our last Cantar Insights in Action Um, session just to understand like how does one keep a pulse on what our consumers what they're going through what do they need at any given time and again it is just technology at the base to understand things much faster to be able to optimize and react much faster Um, and so I think what we're seeing at the moment is change at a much faster a much faster sort of rate Um, and I think the more we can support businesses at this time um, to do that, um, the better. And, and we've got a couple of projects that, that are helping us look at that. But yeah, we're seeing, we're seeing a lot of change in the online space. What that means in the future, um, that we'll have to wait and see. But we're, we're quite excited about, about this opportunity for, for our country.
0: Paula, I know we also participated in the digital ad spend report and I was quite mm. interested to see some of the findings from that, that digital is growing Um, although some of the data you know is still missing because not everybody is actually divulging their ad spend. What are your thoughts around
1: that report? Um, So it was it was very, um, we were excited to be able to produce the report. Um, The data included um, 2017, 2018 and 2019 data. For those who don't know, our last report was issued in 2017, which was the 2016 data. I think companies are very um, nervous to share information, even partnering with PWC and the IB. not having access to any of that information, and PWC, you know, aggregating that data agnostically and sharing sort of um, you know, the aggregated patterns and trends. Um, a lot of companies were still very nervous to to share that. We hope that this the release of this paper gives other companies confidence to uh, to um, participate in the next one. I think I think this speaks to our our a requirement at this time. I mean, if we're all going to um, succeed, if we're all going to push through this, um, it's only possible if we do it together, and we need the data and that insight to do it. And, and really what we um, used the launch of this, um, this particular report for was really a call to action. You know, let's participate. Let's, let's get that data um, in a safe, responsible way, which we did um, so that we can use that data to make better digital decisions. So, yes, the report was launched. You're right. We reported, you know, there was definitely a gap um, um, in terms of that overall finance, which was largely in the paid social and um, paid search space, um, I think it was about a you know, it was quite a bit of a gap day which we mentioned in our in our um, in our events and you know i think that's just that's really that 's really going to grow. I think we're seeing something. Um, that we're not that fond of um, and that we really want to help. And this is a global, a global trend. And Claire Cobbledick, our vice chair of the exec board, as well as the GM of of Gumtree, you know, she mentioned this in our our webinar that, you know, even with digital behavior shifting, so let's say, um, you know, consumers are going to their trusted news sources, they're going to the local publishers. I mean, I think on average, the readership was up 45%. um, in March alone, some of our members or publishers were seeing over 100% increase in readership, but the advertising sort of going, the spend coming down. Um, and we understand that spend in advertising is down you know, in general and we look, we're looking to work with PWC on, on a COVID update um, you know, in the next couple of months, um, just to kind of see that comparison to when we did the collection of data in, I think it was October, November last year. I mean, in January this year. So we can get maybe a six-month view on, on the change. But I that is also another call to action is, you know, there are amazing um, spaces to advertise. If you do have money available to get your message out um, to really not only support South African journalism, but to support, you know, South African companies, um, yes, you need the mix of everything, you know, absolutely. Um, but to definitely consider, you know, that space, brand safe, premium, um, a really great space to, to target very specific audiences with your messaging. So that, that was another trend that we picked up, um, you know, with the online publishers. And that's a global trend as well.
0: So just as a baseline, how big is this digital advertising industry?
1: So you'll see. Um, so our report is for IB members only and report participants. But in our, our articles on this community and in um, you know Eleanor um, from PwC shared a lot of insights from the report in our in our webinar in April. Mm. Um, our report um, and from the members that we worked with um, or the, the participants that we worked with, we were looking at about four billion um, a size of four billion um, in the for digital um, and that is in, in media spend. Um, If we look at the PwC media and entertainment report, which has a slightly different methodology to ours, I think we were looking at a gap of an additional, maybe even 1.8, 1.9 billion. Um, So that would be the size of the overall markets, which I think is um, supported in other um, global or Africa reports that we've seen. But from an IB perspective, we were not able to to ascertain um, that last portion just due to the way that we were collecting the data um yeah. so yeah that, that is the size and I think it'll be very interesting to see um you know if we are able and if we can afford to do another um spend report sort of in the next month couple of months it'll be interesting to see where um that behavior has shifted so if someone was spending in one particular digital section if have they moved that is it the same amount or less and have they moved that to another another digital you know part of that ecosystem are they spending more have they moved it from other channels I think the overarching um, feedback from the industry, just from the phone calls I'm in, is that the, the spend has obviously decreased exponentially. Um, but let's see what happens now with these new, um, with the new phases and the releases and, and how, we can, how we can support businesses um, reach their consumers um, effectively in the digital space.
0: Well, I think your comments are valid because if you think about it with COVID, the advertising industry is never going to be the same. I mean, um, we see a rapid um, adoption to digital. So so there are huge brands that are now focusing most of their efforts on digital transformation, um, being more agile, but spending probably spending more on digital um, because of the situation we're faced in. So whereas previously brands were resistant to change and maybe um, – you know, embracing digital as one of their core platforms. I think this is going to shift and change in the next coming months. And you rightly put it, we're working with unknowns, right, as we navigate to this change. Um, so
1: only time will
0: tell, I guess.
1: Absolutely. I think, you know, everyone, whether, whatever industry you're in, um, you know, even our president, you know, it's, these are unprecedented times, I suppose, the ask is that we learn fast um, and that we share those learnings um, so that we can all sort of collaboratively get better together. This is not a time to not share um, because um, I think we will move faster together um, as opposed to learn. That's a very different headspace, a very different mindset to work in. And I see it on our councils and I see it, you know, in our IB network that, you know, you've been on the IB trusted brand round tables and you know, that's a great sharing space and, I look forward to, you know, expanding on those so we can really get into the nitty gritty and, and workshop those solutions together because we're really socially isolated and to be a CMO today or head of brand or head of, or in any of the digital economy to not understand what the best next step is or to learn it when someone else has already learned it just feels, you know, um, inefficient and, and not necessary. So let's hope we can, we can share our learnings and um, move forward faster. Yeah, for sure. I think learn fast, but also fail fast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I've had a few of those moments (laughs) (laughs) on Zoom. On Zoom, (laughs) learning quickly. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. Um, So, going forward in the next six months, Paula, what are some of your big projects that you guys are working on?
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, just internally, and I think all companies are doing it, we're doing, you know, we're going through our own digital transformation, which will a- enable us to, as an IAB, to to scale and help even more, you know, new members that are coming in. Um, so whether that's, um, you know, obviously setting up all the software, um, whether it's Microsoft Teams or the Zoom sessions or moving more of our own, um, you know, services online, um, that's certainly a big part of it. But The big projects that, I mean, we've mentioned a couple already, you know, um, IB Open Source, um, the Youth Action Council that we're busy putting together at the moment. Um, We're busy looking at a COVID um, narrative, who's um, our measurement partner, you know, narrative survey to get a faster pulse from a publisher's point of view and how to assist the publishers to to understand what their audiences, you know, need and want from them at this time. Um, We're also looking at um, privacy um, privacy at this time of COVID, you know, there are a couple of insights there, but we've got our workshops coming up in May, putting together our poppy guidelines, you know, as part of our regulation, regulation Act. And then, um, you know, it was really great to take the IAB, you know, from a, from, from a thought leadership point of view, it was really great to take our IAB insight sessions online. Um, we've got our next one coming up on data personalization and privacy um, next Thursday, the 21st of May. And then, obviously, the Wednesday, um, IAB and Kantar Insights and Action Sessions. Those are every Wednesday. So, also just trying to keep the conversation going um, while we work on, on these big projects. Um, we also have another, um, the two big committees that, have been, um, that are form- have been formed or forming at the moment. The one is our newly established IAB Publisher Revenue Optimization Committee under the leadership of Mark Hershewitz. Um, at cars.coza and that's that's a very big imperative and one of our five strategic pillars globally Um, so that's a big project that we'll be busy with and then the other one is the future of measurement committee which we are busy finalizing the nominations and and objectives so understanding you know role in measurement how can we assist with that what do our various stakeholders need um, and how to take that that forward um, gosh I could probably go on for quite a bit but I think those are sort of the main ones besides you know um, the trusted brand roundtables, podcasts and, and so forth um.
0: Yeah I'm actually enjoying the fact that you guys keep us updated on a weekly basis and create these platforms where we can engage and connect with roundtables and have the right discussions um, so I think for me I'm, I'm actually very grateful for that opportunity as well um in closing paula what would you like to leave our listeners
1: i think you know i mentioned it a bit earlier and i just well first of all thank you um, to you audrey um and to Absa for being a member um you know audrey for all your all your help personally um, and professionally with ib um and i think it's such a great example you know you're really living a living example because i think Personally, um, I believe the most important thing right now is um, to talk openly with each other, to have sessions like these, to share information. You know, even if we are making mistakes, let's, let's keep sharing. Um, you know, I think clear and kind communication is so, is so important right now. Um, to be clear about what we're looking to do so that we don't, we don't stumble or waste time through miscommunication or, um, and so forth. And in kindness, because I think we've never been in a more empathetic time. Um, You know, I think about my friends and family who've been, like, directly and very, you know, they've been affected very dramatically. You know, my colleagues who've been dramatically affected, you know, at this time. Um, But I also see such a warmth and an empathy. So I think that kindness is just so prevalent and so present. Um, And I'm very grateful for that. You know, and then to close off, I would say that You know, I sort of beat this drum quite a bit, but, you know, and some people may roll their eyes at, you know, the word collaboration. Um, But it really is about the future of collaboration and cooperation, not competition. Um, I do believe this will allow us to learn faster. And if we don't learn fast enough, you know, I think, you know, that's one path. And I don't want to be on that path. We need to be adapting quickly, and we need to stay on top of this very fast, very big wave. And we're actually all on the wave together. So, um, yeah, if anyone's got any ideas or um, things that they would like us to look at, you know, the IAB here, we are built from the industry to deliver to the industry. So please do share that with us. that we're, we're
0: listening thank you thanks audrey now oh, thank you paula for sharing your insights and wisdom with us today great to have you with us thanks for tuning in today a massive shout out to all my remote listeners i really value and appreciate your support during this time don't forget to follow my instagram animal TalkDigitalZA. send us your feedback and who knows you could be featuring on the next one